Radio Free Tote Bag, where everything sucks except for this show. I'm Audrey. <laughs> I'm Donovan. I don't suck, but I agree pretty much everything else. Everything else is just, I don't fucking know, man. What are we going to do about it? We're in a bad streak. We've had all these mental health questions. We've got mental health stuff. But there are a few other good things. For one, I'm wearing earrings that you can actually see with the over-the-head headphones. I'm happy about that. that. And even better than earrings that you can see, despite the over-the-ear headphones, we've got creator of Swan Boy. We've got cartoonist Branson Reese with us. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Everything sucks, but this show, I'm having <laughs> a ball. Show, right? yeah, we talked for several good. minutes before the show started. I, I felt great. I said I said the word balmer and you were you lit up a little bit. You're like, yeah, that is how they say it back home. It was exciting. It was exciting. It's it's nice. It's nice to hear a word, you know, (laughs) that's kind of the appeal of podcasts. It's nice to hear a word. Oh, I mean, I'm in the same realm. You guys are, too. It's uh, we've we've built our entire uh, uh, our our entire economic landscape around. Hopefully it's nice to hear words. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hit you with a word? Can I hit you with any word? word? That my doctor used today. What you got? It's actually a compound word. Word is social worker. I was telling a story. They asked me, like, how you been lately? And I'm like, oh, let me tell you how I've been lately. I'll tell you exactly how I've been lately. And uh, so I'm telling the story and they go, the social worker is on a call right now, but I'll see if it can get in touch with you, like through my chart a little later on. Damn. And I'm like, Good. Uh, that is good. I need though. that. <laughs> the the need isn't great, but it's that's you know good. There's some support there at least. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Cash App at Padre. I hate to do this. I don't want to be this person, but I don't have any money. And so if you have some that you can give to me, it's at Padre on Cash App and Venmo. April is Give Audrey Money Month. Let's all P-O-D-R-E-Y. Cash tag P-O-D-R-E-Y. Branson, what were you going to say? <laughs> Some bullshit. Who knows? It's way beyond whatever I was going to talk about. This is good. No, we got to, you got to surf the conversation. You know what I mean? I got to, yeah, you got to live. I got to learn it. to be a surfer, not a jet skier. You know? Whoa, that's a, not that's a dichotomy that I haven't ever encountered before. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's two types of, well, there's probably a million types of conversationalists, but I can do sure. two. I can either surf, I can, I can just do what we're talking okay. about. Or I can just drive over everything and just steamroll everybody and talk about what I want to talk about. I want to be a wakeboarder. I want to paddle out into the middle of the conversation, just kind of hang out for a little bit. And then the waves start coming in the conversation. And then I kind of like drift back to the shore and I can kind of maybe stand up on it a little bit. If I get in there a little not so nervous, I can do it. What's the thing where you run... And you have the little board and you like throw it on the tide and you slide like a skateboard or something Ooh. right along the end. Is that like a boogie shit. boarder? Maybe. Is this regional? Maybe this is just a regional, like different coasts have different. They got I different think of types that as of a boards. boogie boarder. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I should also say I am getting over a cold. I'm a little sick. So if I conversationally, I might just be like a floating dead body at some certain points in this, but I, I'll try to keep up with it. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be a conversational paddleboarder. It's like the it's the seagoing yeah. version of the gondola where you stand, you stand on it and you kind of just paddle. paddle it. 
That's a good That's time. I, I, I did that once. I did better than I thought. I didn't even fall off once. Nice. And this has been uh, Boards in Review, one of our favorite <laughs> April traditions where we talk about all the kinds of boards you can bring out on the water. You know what else is a board? Comics. They're flat and damn. Sp- Square, square. They've got dimensions similar to a board. Branson, you do comics. What else do you do? Do you want to do? Do you want to do kind of an intro for yourself? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. What? What, what a setup. I yeah. I do comics. <laughs> I make a comic called Swan Boy. Uh, I make a show. Make a TV show. It's also called Swan Boy. Uh, it's on FX and Hulu. Go check it out. Wouldn't wouldn't kill you. Uh, I don't. I don't know your life. I don't know what what medical situations like. Don't watch a TV show. Uh, I do that. I make uh, I make two different podcasts. Retails and Magic, very fun show. Oh, these those stars of space. It's the same cast, but it's sci-fi. It's like a uh, like a Star Trek parody. Oh yeah. Uh, I write. I do. I'm doing all sorts of stuff. Those are the big ones. Oh, I got a book. Hell was fl- is this my p- plug section? Is this where I should be doing? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Buy my book. Hell was full. <laughs> God damn! It's what did you check in ninety percent of the way through my plugs to be like? Should I be plugging right <laughs> now? Is this when I plug? Is this test? when I do this? Yeah, this ran a shit though. You've you got goddamn Thanks. a million projects going on. I I found you through through good old Swan Boy. I've been following for for a while there. Where nice. where did you start with? Have you like did you start as a cartoonist? Did you were you I don't know playing music or podcasts first or how the hell did you get into I, all this stuff? I've been all over the place. It's I'm sure you I'm sure you relate. It's just like you got a bunch of interests. You just sort of follow. You go wherever. You just sort of it's like, oh, this things. is hot right now. I'll just follow this for a little bit. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. I uh, I drew since I was like a little kid, so I was always doing that. Then I started acting. I did comedy, and then I did comedy in New York for like a decade plus. Uh, oh shit! Why I'm old? Yeah, and I uh, <laughs> it aged. And you. then through that, I found podcasting and like simultaneously uh for like one of my birthday my wife got me this like just like a digital pad she's like you're always drawing on like takeout napkins and the backs of envelopes and things like it would be less like tragic to watch you just throw your (laughs) work away because it's piling up in the home like you just put it up online where there's like it's different so I did, and now I do comics as well, you know, but it's the same. Yeah. It's still, I mean, if you read my comics, they're still ultimately just like trash on the back of an envelope. <laughs> Stay true to my roots. <laughs> that's, oh my God, that's such a good self-effacing. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I love it, but it is. We, let's call it what it is. You know, it's trash. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what kind of trash this show is. Hmm. What's like audio? Is there trash that makes noise? What's real like a, crinkly. La- a lot? Of it's it. real yeah. crinkly. Yeah. Oh, the arch. This program is the uh, biodegradable sun chip bags that got discontinued oh, yeah. for making Shout too much noise. Oh yeah, that's what. And it's like at a show, you know, like yes. at like a play or something, and they're like unwrapping it. Like, this, this is the climax. Shut up! <laughs> you just got hungry like two hours in. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long haul. It needed a little tiny sack. Yeah, we're the Garden crinkly salsa. bag. Garden Ooh, salsa. Good choice. I would pick that oh, too, yeah. I think. We're a crinkly bag of garden salsa, and uh it's just trash, but it's delicious, delicious trash. We're all on the we're all on the same page and enjoying the bright taste of trash. 
Well, hell yeah. Thank you for, for joining us, Brands. We're excited <laughs> to have you help us answer some questions. So Swan Boy has dealt with relationships in a few arcs. You've had a couple English heels dating recently. That's a, a relationship. And of course, that's what this show is about. The people writing in typically are not eels, but I guess we just get the messages in the anonymous question box. We couldn't know for sure. Maybe there is a eel writing in sometime. Uh, we got to ask you, though. There's our, just our, no way to know. There's <laughs> truly no. I choose to believe that there's one flopping around on a keyboard out there, and he's like a recurring person who writes in. Hey, he's getting like a lot of like pro eel questions, a lot of like <laughs> anti-shrimp rhetoric. <laughs> You ever have your, you know how your kids are see-through and it's hard to find them? What do you do about that? That's a little, <laughs> that's a little classy. By the way, where do joke. I mate? <laughs> I don't think that's real, by the way. You guys know this thing? The, like, the thing. They it's don't a know very, what like, happens. Sort of, like, fake Reddit fact. Because I, I, I keep hearing this and everyone's like, they don't know where eel, like, all eels, apparently, they just swim to the Bermuda to the Triangle. Yeah. And nobody knows what happens and they come back and there's more of them. Yeah. So, but that, is that doesn't feel right to me because I, like if I'm a tiny like there's small eels you know if I'm like a tiny like three inch long eel in like Spokane Washington no I'm not getting to that's not happening now. I'm not making it okay it just I will tell you scan. it I was just able to google at least the moray eel I was able to find their life cycle. great eel great eel it's a fucking excellent eel one of the on best. hatching the eggs take the form of a leposcephalus larva which yes. looks like a thin leaf-shaped object that floats on the open ocean for about eight months then they swim down as elvers to begin life on the reef and eventually become a moray eel living between six and 36 years depending on the species in a natural Damn. life wow. cycle Eel that facts. sounds like a Greek, like a Greek myth, like creation creation story. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, it was like the sky's nutsack was ripped open, and that's where the stars <laughs> came from. Like, <laughs> and it floated on the surface of the ocean for a little bit. It's like, oh, that's that beautiful. It seems to have no relationship to reality, but sure. That, remi that reminds me so much of this Lewis Black bit where he's like, I had to quit doing acid because I was standing in a McDonald's and I watched a zipper open in the sky. And I thought to myself, I don't want to see what comes out of that zipper. <laughs> just a bunch that's of just a, a bunch of little eels. And they flop onto the surface. Uh, of course, of Lewis Black is the exact intersection of like willing yes. to, you know what I mean? Like willing to like yeah. do acid in that way to open himself up to that, but also cranky enough to be like, nah, here and yeah. no further. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see are, the zipper. I don't want to know what comes out of it. The walls are breathing. <laughs> this is annoying. I've had enough of that. Back in Black playing as he just gets Burn. flashed by the Burn. creation. Burn. Burn. Cell division. Burn. I'm glad you picked up on the eel facts. I'm I'm really into paleontology and just kind of animals generally. I read a lot of mm -hmm. Wikipedia about fish. And sometimes I try to shoehorn those topics into this relationship advice program, and that doesn't usually get any bites. So I appreciate you being like knowing some eel facts about them all partying in the middle of the ocean and how do they get back and stuff. I'm a little skeptical of it too, but it just I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It just I always hear it as like nobody knows how any eels reproduce. And I just don't believe that. I like no, <laughs> I don't gotta buy be it. one. That's such a cool if it's true, if it's true. That's so cool. 
this is why it's like I would love for that to be true. Yes. And I, I have pattern recognition, which means I know then that's probably not true. Like nothing I've right, wanted right, right. to be true has ever like been true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I remember as a, a kid, good, uh, I was like, one day my shoulders will come in. I really wanted it. And it's like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you got to get out of the leptocephalus stage and then you get the shoulders. That's kind of the. I'm still floating on the. Yeah. There. Yes. <laughs> Eels never get shoulders. That's Think about that. A, damn. That's, that's a, a shoulder for them. That's yeah, a good get, band name, Eel Shoulders. Eel Shoulders? Eel shoulders. Or at least the EP. This is the podcast version of mailing it to yourself. Now you've, there's no way someone has said that before. You know, that's all yeah. yours. You've got proof. Yeah. Eel shoulders. Okay. Eel shoulders. Okay. How did we get here? Oh, I was talking about the cartoon. I was going to segue us into Branson. We ask new guests for an embarrassing dating or relationship story, but I, I had to, I wanted to talk about eels too. We had to take a little detour, and now we're coming back from the Sargasso Sea to the rivers and streams of this podcast, where our adult forms go. Tell us an embarrassing dating or relationship story, please. Oh, of course. I'm trying to think of like, because I try to stay on good terms with people. You know what I mean? It's like after good we strategy. Break, it's like, well, hey, like we weren't. It didn't work, but we weren't monsters here, you know. It's sure. like yeah, you, you not, stay friends with exes. Is, is we, I think a good for the thing. most part. I mean, it's always like eh, it's not, we're gonna be friends, but you know, it was friendly. So it's like I want to be really careful about what I say on a podcast because it's not. <laughs> let's think about these stories. It's like if it was just me, whatever, I'll say whatever. But it's right. always there's always right. another person involved yeah. in all there's of these. There's always collateral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, God, there's one or two that are so funny that it's like, I just don't think that's fair to her, you know, like, I, but because, mm. okay, but here's one. Uh, in, and I was told, this is why I talked about Eel so long as I was like, I know this question is coming. I got to fucking stall. <laughs> uh, so in college, I, it was like very early. I was like, I was a freshman uh, and I got kicked out pretty quickly from college. Nice. So this was also pretty late in college for me. But like, or, you know, it's like first few weeks of of college. Sure. There was this uh, there's this like a uh, Halloween party. Right. And so, as we all know, the traditions of Halloween, it was a costume party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I this is this is the embarrassing part for me. I dress like Waldo. And I Hell was one yeah. of my, <laughs> probably like 13 guys at this party also dressed like Waldo. This wasn't a classic effort. It ended up, you know, it's like, oh, it's just, oh, we've all done the last page of Waldo where there's a million Waldos, but there's only one real Waldo. You got to find him. Do you you all have to do shots and who does the most shots is a real Waldo? That's the, yeah, that's the real college experience. And what's his name? Oddlaw, who's like, wears like yellow. Oh, yeah, that motherfucker. I forgot about him for decades and you fucking reminded me of Oddball. The wicked Waldo. Oh god, I'm looking uh, at a picture. This is disgusting. Sorry, go on. Does he suck? Yeah, I think he sucks. I think he's got. I, <laughs> I doubt he has much personality. I'm sure he's just like a figure on a page. Anyway, I, uh, I I'm talking to this person the entire part, and like we're hitting it off. Things are going, and it's just like, oh, I've made a new friend at college, and I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, hey, I, I'm getting out of here. I'm going back to my dorm, and she's like, oh, I can walk you back. And if you're not a stupid person, you can like tell where this is going. But I'm so stupid. I am 18 years old. I'm like so, so stupid. 
we get back to my dorm and she starts like coming up with me and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like scared. I'm like, this is a party hey! going like, what are you doing in here? Like, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I thought we were, I thought we were going to sleep together. And I was like, oh, and I ruined it. Just like immediately. I was like, oh yeah. I mean, we can, if you want. She's like, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever it was that was like appealing about me to her, though, I just like watched as somebody she never spoke to me again after this. I, I just watched as she's just like whatever. You know what I mean? It's like ah, it's like, yeah. There's like a mystique or something. There's yeah. like some kind of. Yeah, I just watched as all of that there. melted away, and she like saw the real me and was like, oh no, thanks. And just <laughs> left. <laughs> Humiliating. <It> rocks. <laughs> There's a brutal yeah. feeling when there's a distinct moment that you can like tell that somebody they're no longer interested yeah. and you can watch it happen like that. Yeah. It's like I that moment a... in the Simpsons. It's like Which that moment? moment in the Simpsons where um Bart's showing Lisa the video of Ralph when she rejects him. You can pinpoint oh the exact <laughs> moment when his heart rips in two. This is the frame. I yeah. did have like a Years ago, probably a nine or ten years ago now, but still, you know, it feels recent in the scope of my life. I was talking to a friend on the street and somebody came up to me and we she like entered the conversation. We were talking a little and she sort of she was like, all right, well, I got to go and left. And then the friend I was talking to was like, why didn't you ask for her number? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, she let this woman left you an incredibly like what like you could walk a parade sideways through the hole in the conversation she left for you to like ask for her like she was into yeah, you catch up and sometime. i had yeah, this, anything i had this like memento moment like holy shit i'm just like all no. the times in my life where i was like oh no people must think i'm so cold and callous like that's if that's hitting on me i've fucked up a lot of opportunities in my life yeah i was talking to somebody today i was like i have to figure out how to put out a vibe i have no idea how to project a vibe that i'm interested none no idea at all i feel it's, this it's tricky and it's because you because it's the worst right to, and i've been yes. on the other end of it where it's like oh i think i'm putting out a vibe and i'll just be very upfront with someone like oh are you would you like to like are you in i'm i'm married now i don't do that but you know like 10 sure, decade sure. plus ago like i'd be like oh would you like are you interested and you just i like, try to be upfront. And it is, it's very painful when they're just like, oh no. Oh no, <laughs> no I you just read this no. completely wrong. It's like, no, it's fine. It's better to happen there in that way. Yeah. But still, like, geez. wow, really? I love when they're yeah. like, really? You thought that? And you're like, I, I tried. I don't know. It's just well, because that's the worst joke. then when you're like, when you try to like, but it's like, oh no, I was actually kidding or something. You got to just be like, yeah, I thought so. Sorry. <laughs> that, was, ooh, that was my bad. I'm the I've queen got of the, fucking saying that was my bad. I've got yeah, the similar problem of of putting the vibe out, but I think I'm doing it. And like I don't know, I've dated around a a, a good amount. I've got I've had good dating success, but like the consistent thing for me is reaching the point where like you go in for a kiss or something, and they're like, "I didn't think you were into me like until that moment." And I'm like, about oh, yeah. like talking and being like friendly and stuff. What like what am I missing here? But like the, the not not the flirty energy. I think I'm just yeah. shit at flirting, and I don't know what yeah. the deal is with that. I don't know how to God. fix it. It's all over the place too. Because I de I just I don't know, overshare anything, but I've definitely like been talking to someone and not thought there was any romantic component yes. to it whatsoever. And then it's like you know, smash forward to a few hours, and it's like it's happening, and I'm like, oh great. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like, completely <laughs> caught me by surprise. Like, I'm sure. I'm, I'm here. This is wonderful. But like, <laughs> I, I swear to get there. I will be on a date with somebody. And I'm, I don't know. Somehow I'm smooth with the, do you want to go back to mine? Mainly because I wanted like show you video games or music or whatever. Like I literally, I sure. legitimately am just like, I want a special interest at you and we could go to my house and do that. <laughs> and then they'll be at my home and I'll be thinking to myself, are they really into me? I'm like, they went back with you. <laughs> there they, yeah. That Happens very like sort of team too. movie, like you're sitting on the bed together and it's like, well, do they want to, would this be like, yeah, a weird right. thing? <laughs> You put bed. on a sexy like, record. They're in your bed. <laughs> it's like no look, and if and if they don't want to stop, obviously. But like, of course, of course, you're allowed to. I think you're allowed to like make a move. I think that's like a yeah. fair point. Thing to yeah. Do. This is where I struggle because I'm like I'm I'm mortified at the idea of making somebody uncomfortable Ooh, in like that kind of situation. So yeah, and so I'm like I gotta be certain, but then I you know they'll be like thinking they've been flirting with me for like an hour or something and so i have not picked up on it until that moment i've gotten just i've gotten a lot of them did not realize you were into me until you asked me to kiss you because i'm very smooth yep so you should take our relationship advice take especially relationship when it comes advice. to getting into don't take one. our flirting advice just yes. take our relationship advice that's yes. kind of the tagline of the show yeah well that's thank a fair, you because it's like once it's happened okay i know what to do we're about making it healthy and good and prosperous. Yeah. yeah. You get yourself started. We'll we'll take you from there. Well, thank <laughs> you for for sharing. We love a we love an embarrassing story. I we love to put guests on the on the spot with coming up with something. So thank you for uh, sharing that out the gate. Now the listeners know they can trust you. And we have many questions from these listeners. What do we say we get into those? I'm extremely into it. All right, and I'm going over there. Uh, but first, a quick word from our sponsors. Wiggly, wiggly, wiggly. What's up? It's me, Eel Donovan. Oh, I'm <laughs> swimming here around the Sargasso Sea. I'm doing laps. Oh, I'm surfing a, a rip curl on the surface. Hey, you know, when I'm not spawning in mysterious ways, you know what I like to do? What's that? Listen to the Radio Free Tote Bag podcast. Oh, but it's a long journey from the mouth of the Thames to the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> there might not be enough episodes for me to put in my eel ears to get me all the way there. Ears. But surprise, there actually are. Let me let you in on a little secret there. Head on over to patreon.com slash RFTB. You can get a bonus episode each week and like 120 in the backlog access just as soon as you join that'll get you to sargasso and back baby that's been me eel dono patreon.com slash rftb wiggly 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 wiggly, wiggly. <laughs> that's what eels sound like i, I thought you were gonna go a question with... and i was like well there's the eel <laughs> <laughs> like that's obviously the eel who writes it <laughs> They outed themselves I, very quickly. Yeah, I thought you would have been like, hey, it's me, Waldo. I'm here walking five dogs in the park. <laughs> it's Oddlaw. Heard what you said, motherfuckers. Oh, I could have banked that one. That would have been solid. So good. All right. We'll all be, right. Question yeah. box. We'll be back after the drop. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, oh, good lord. 
I was doing kind of like a skydiving type thing. You can't I see me. You listener. fell into the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Bean at the beginning of the episode, just being dropped oh, by an oh. alien. <laughs> it's the question box. It's the segment yeah, it of the show where I fall out of the sky and I try to answer your questions. Uh, if you're new to the show and you want to know how to do that, check this out. We got a link to the question box on our social media at RFTB Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Or our website, rftb.me. You don't have to make an account. You just tippity-tap on your keyboard. You put your feelings out there, and then it goes to us, and we try to answer them. And Audrey, what are we going to read first this week? You know, I probably should have been figuring out. Let's see. You were too busy watching my fucking skydiving impression. That's pretty good. That was was some solid stuff. Unfortunate for a podcast, it was very visually exciting. Oh yeah, the listeners don't get this. Is just for us. The listeners don't get this. Listeners, yeah, imagine yeah. a man falling. That's you're oh, doing pretty good. Yeah, oh. it's like the Mad Men opening credits. <laughs> second oh, fuck, time I want to hit this M. Oh. Second okay. time this week that Mad Men's come up on the show. Came up really? on the Patreon earlier this week. Yeah, is it it's already April. like ripe for a sort of like revision? I mean, people liked it the so. first time. I'm I coming so. back. I, yeah, let's do a reboot. It's Mad Men Month here on uh, RFTB. April, everyone's favorite month. It's Mad Men Month. Yep. Audrey, what do we got first? Hello, Mad Audrey Dono and esteemed guest Branson. What's poppin'? Hello. Hello. I hope you're all having a lovely evening. We, I am now. Now that the show's in progress, we're doing Pretty great. Pretty good. You should have seen this falling impression. <laughs> I am a single 33-year-old cishet man, and I have not been dating or in a relationship for a long time. In my mid-twenties, my brain discovered severe mental illness. I like that. <laughs> nice. My brain discovered. <laughs> like a dog bringing back like a, a dead bird. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, don't put that back, honey. No. And I lost interest in dating because getting my shit together felt more urgent. Good impulse. I was finally starting to get said shit together, and then I developed a chronic pain condition. Now I have trouble doing, well, just about anything because of the severe pain I'm in almost all the time, says with oh. an exclamation point. Uh, this has been uh, a part of my life for a few years now, and unfortunately, I'm starting to lose hope that I will ever find love or romance again. Meeting people is hard enough, but I also don't want my illness to be a burden on potential partners, and I don't want them to think I'm trying, uh, holding tryouts for a caretaker. I just want to love and be loved like anyone else. How do I go about disclosing these things about myself to romantic interests without scaring them away? How do I, quote, pull my weight in a relationship with a physical disability? Love y'all. We love you. We love you. Yeah. Love you. First off, uh, you absolutely deserve love no less than anybody else. And, you know, I maybe you're not thinking yourself in this way and all that, but if you're kind of zeroed in about worried that you're going to be a burden, like just just know that you're not. That doesn't disqualify you from being in relationships yeah. and all that. That doesn't mean that you're searching for a caretaker. It's just something you kind of got to navigate going into things. I can't speak personally to like a physical disability, but I've got pretty severe obsessive compulsive disorder and that can make me have stretches where like I don't function super great or like I get stuck in my head or I, I dissociate or whatever. And it's, you know, it is something that could be a problem for some people. It maybe is something that some people can't deal with. But I, I think, I mean, at least in my experience, people are generally receptive because a lot of people have their own stuff going on that they deal with. And so I think it's kind of a matter, like you don't have to lead with this on the first date or whatever. And 
you know, I don't know the nature of exactly what this is, if it's something that would be like visible right away. Um, but I think it's something that you just you date. And if you're feeling good about things, if you're picking up vibes, then you're like, hey, so this is this thing that I deal with and just kind of get their read on it. But I don't think most people are going to be like scared off by this. Right. Yeah. Like, I got to say, think? you sound you. Who is the, the asker of this question? What was their name? They did not give their name. Typically, well, we take anonymous asker, questions. That's I, that makes a lot of sense. Really, as a, <laughs> that's a best practice. That makes I get that. Uh, asker, you sound extremely thoughtful and considerate of yes. other people. You sound like a real catch. I got now. You, I don't know everything about. I just know what you said from this question. Maybe you're a recreational drunk driver or something. Like maybe, you know, like maybe you suck in other ways. But I like nobody's perfect. But from what you just put out there. You sound like a real catch. I, you sound yeah. like a, a thoughtful, considerate person. Someone who drink drives out of necessity, not out of recreation. <laughs> yeah, maybe Christ. you're in a rush. <laughs> maybe you gotta get somewhere really fast. <laughs> I would say fuck them. Like, it, yeah. anyone who's got a problem with the you that I just met from that question is fucking, they're lost. Like, Straight there up. just are a lot of, I, know, I don't know the size of the town you live in. There's not always a lot of people out there. It's a very frustrating answer, but like, yeah. This is, if you live in LA or New York, there's a lot of people out there. Even if you live in Cincinnati, there's 300,000 people that live around here. Somebody's going to fucking, you know, do it for you. And you're going to do it for somebody. There's options here. Yeah, yeah. they should. Uh, it's, it sounds like you got your stuff together. They should be so lucky. I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, you know, divulge with that in mind of uh, you really do sound cool. And I wouldn't. Say I wouldn't say that to everyone. In fact, future question askers, I might tear into them. But you, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, listener, I wouldn't kick you out of bed for eating crackers. You know, like you seem all right. What? Uh, you ever heard that phrase? No, oh, yeah, I would. I love that. Don't eat crackers in bed. No, they get all crumbs. But like, but I like you enough you that like kick you can eat out. the crackers. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You ever it's heard a good that? bar. It's a, no. it's a good thing. Um, yeah, that idiom is right on the money because that's like yeah. right, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're like mm, some people maybe, but you no, you can stick around. Um, I don't love it. Don't do it again. No, no, it's it. gonna get all itchy. Of course. Yeah, kick you out. Can we before? Can we just? Give the sheets a little shake. Can we shake the sheets out before we go to sleep, please? If we did it right, I got to change the sheets anyway. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's just inconsiderate, you know? <laughs> just come and cracker pieces. Okay. Yum, yum, uh, yum, yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. All right. It's a good filter, right? Like, yeah. I love filters in relationships because you're like, I got this thing going on. If you would discount me as a person worthy of your... Uh, of your consideration for romantic affection specifically because of this thing, then you suck. Then you're not cool. That's not a cool thing to do to discount people because of their physical disability or uh, chronic pain condition or anything, you know? Yeah. So again, don't, don't lead with, you know, this, I mean, and you can talk about it quickly. Like, I I don't know. There's no problem being open and vulnerable about stuff, but don't feel like, like you got to disclose this thing or you're, misleading them or something because that's not true the thing that i would worry about here is just being a little bit overly careful about this just in the way that you're writing this you know you don't want to be a burden you don't want them to think they're holding tryouts for a caretaker or whatever like i think if you're in this headspace where you're very fixated on being worried that you're going to come off that way or be a burden to somebody 
that might just fuck your dating life up because then you're mm. in your head worried about that stuff and you can't be, you know, as confident as you could be. Um, or maybe you're like, yeah, I don't know, just not like not going for a second date or something because you're like, oh, you know, they don't want to deal with all of this. Yeah. Like, don't be don't be shooting yourself down. This is a totally normal thing. It sucks that you got to deal with it, but it's absolutely not something that uh, it's, not, it's not something you're like foisting on people. You know, no. everybody has something going on that is difficult and it doesn't yeah. make you less of a person. There's a percentage chance that I'm going to wake up in a real bad state any given day. You know what I mean? I got the bipolar one disorder and sometimes I'm oh, going to yeah. wake up and sometimes reality is not what it seems to me. And that's fucking scary and hard, but that doesn't mean that I deserve any less love or affection than anybody else. So you just get out there and navigate. Yeah. And just, you know, <laughs> everyone's got different things that make life hard. My therapist this week said, uh, uh, nobody gets to play on easy mode. Everyone's playing on hard mode. Okay. I feel that. Um, so yeah, you, your difficulty setting just includes uh, intense pain at random periods of time. That seems bad. That shit fucking sucks. That Which, shit yeah, fucking by sucks. the way, my heart goes out. I can't really yeah. wrap my head around that. So also, if any, if my answer there, if you're listening and that this was your question, and you're like, yeah, it's easy for you to say, asshole. You're right. It was re- <laughs> it was pretty easy for me to say that. So, I, you know, you do ultimately know better than me. But you, again, I just want to refer. You sound like a catch, and I yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You listen to this show, and so as I always say, you're you're cool. That's just how. That's just the math. That's that's just one plus one equals two, feller. Uh, (laughs) So don't don't be beating yourself up for this. We wish you the best with like dealing with it too, because chronic pain is fucking exhausting and brutal. Sorry, you got to deal with that, but you absolutely don't need to be dealing with like negative self talk or lowering your self esteem around this. On top of that. So, um, especially just like the pull my weight part at the end, I guess, last thing, like if this is something where, I don't know, you, you feel like you have trouble doing things for your partner, maybe, or like you can't go on certain types of dates because you got to be like, you know, a physically active thing that, that doesn't work with your, your disability in some way. Like, I don't think any of that stuff counts as you not pulling your weight. Like Correct. as long as you just put the yeah. effort in up to where you can, that's all that matters. Like the right person is going to understand. Oh, oh, they don't carry me to bed every night. They must hate me. And it's yeah. like, no, there is a physical reason for this. No one is going to take that personally who who you want to be with. Yeah. Anybody who's like, I got to go rock climbing and I got to bring my partner <laughs> with me who is and like, that's not going to work for them. That's a big red flag. You don't want to be. That's just that a mismatch. Person. That's just yeah. a mismatch. Yeah. Choosing uh, the rocks over you. From each according to their ability to each according to their need applies. That's good. Interpersonal relationships as well. That's a quote by Oddlaw. You should write that down. (laughs) You should. I think like a a physical. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, maybe we like we're really quick to judge Oddlaw. This Oddlaw guy makes a lot of sense. (laughs) This Oddlaw guy is seeming kind of all right. This Oddlaw's all. He does look a little bit like me when I had short hair in some of these mm. pictures. And I say that because of oh, mustache yeah, and dark of the hair. Mustache. I was, guess you I have, have more sometimes. of a Burt Reynolds. He has more of a greasy fuck bag. <laughs> yeah, he well, looks more like you. me. 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your question, listener. We wish you luck with this. And as always, uh, you know, we love to hear a follow up if any of this advice it. helps or, you know, you're able to find something that works to move past this because there's lots of other people out there dealing with chronic conditions and that shit sucks for Dayton. So we're rooting for you. We want to hear from you. <laughs> What was that? Um, I don't know why I wanted to do that, what the but fuck I just. What was that? I don't know. It's what was it really in my heart, felt baby. like an impression just of a like specific a little head person. Thing. Yeah. That was... <laughs> we want to hear from you. I can do like radio when I found announcer. Out I could do that... radio announcer. So good. <laughs> that is just sort of like the radio voice. This is like what I was like That's the voice 20. they use on the radio. I found out who Howard Cassell was, and I was like, that's oh, a yeah. guy? That's I thought guy. that was just like a funny voice. Oh, Cassell. Yeah, he just talked like that. What a fucking weird man. <laughs> Did he talk like that in his personal life? I hope so. <laughs> Babe, I think we should go to a steakhouse for dinner. <laughs> I do. I'd like the ribeye, 22 ounce. We've been doing this show for over five years. And I don't think I've heard this voice somehow. This is <laughs> incredible reveal. I think I was intentionally not doing it for a very long time because because we're on the radio, you understand, and I could just bust that shit out anytime. <laughs> Who's here with us? <laughs> it's Howard Cosell. It's also not particularly feminine, so I haven't been using it the last two years true. or so. This is true. <laughs> All right, check check this out. This is kind of a this kind of a long question, so okay. let's uh, let's buckle in. Boogie. Let's now no, I got I don't want to do the voice. I'm stopping myself. Here's the question. It's kind of a serious one. Hi, Audrey, Donovan, and guests. Hello. Hello. It's good to be seen. <laughs> First <laughs> off, thank you for creating such a cool space for queer folks like me who need a little help in the dating world. Hell yeah, that makes us very happy to hear. Raise the uh, I had let's see, one day I'll be brave enough to join the Discord. You should do it. We're pretty chilling there. It's awesome. Patreon.com slash RFTB. What a Discord. If you, if you know about it, you're already on that Patreon. Come talk to us. Okay, now I'm plugging in the middle of this question that gets very serious. I'm gonna stop doing that. Okay. Uh, I had a horrible experience in the local poly Discord in Oklahoma, so I'm a little terrified to dive back in. Oh. Very, very different here, I promise. Uh, my name is MJ, they, them, NB. I have been separated from my spouse for almost a year now. A year into our marriage, my spouse let me know that they had lied about being polyamorous at the beginning of our relationship. They were actually not okay with ENM, but didn't want me to leave them. They told me this in April 2020. Yes, that's 2020. It was pandemic oh, time, and I wasn't going to get out and date at this point anyway, so... I just fell into a depression well. Now fast forward, cue angel harp sound. It's my 30th birthday, 2022. I meet a super gorgeous, incredible person who is now my partner, 29 trans femme at the freaking zoo. Yes. Yes, we nice. are super cute and they call me daddy. Melts my oh. heart into heart-shaped puddle. A couple months later, I separated from my spouse and eventually moved in with my partner and their spouse, another 29 NB. During this time, I also received bad medical news and my, my heart oh. dog passed away. Mm. Heart dog. That sucks. Like, uh, like a dog that might help with pots, like a service animal. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. no. That's a bummer. Um, when my partner and Meta invited me to move to Chicago with them, I knew I needed to make that journey. 
yeah. Life is too short and Oklahoma sucks ass. <laughs> I moved you to the it. northern suburbs of Chicago this January and I'm living the kitchen table poly life I have always dreamt of. Yeah. Here is my question. I'm sure y'all just said finally. Oh, I was finally wrapped. <laughs> It is finally getting warmer here, which means I don't have the snow to blame for my agoraphobia. I'm on the apps. Technically, I've been on the apps forever, and I'm having a lot of trouble putting myself out there for dates or just friends. Back in my heyday, 19 to 22, my vibes were super lipstick, lesbian, manic, pixie dream girl, which attracted a lot more likes and messages. But that wasn't really me. I'm NB and want to get top surgery soon. I'm still trying to get my appearance worked out, i.e. clothing, hair, binders, etc. I don't date straight men or lesbians anymore because I feel they just see me as a vagina. I know that limits my prospects. I've had some luck on Taimi? Taimi, I think it is. Taimi? I don't know this one. Uh, But I still haven't met anyone in person. I'm very intimidated by, quote, not being queer enough. I know it's stupid, but it's always in my head. It's even more nerve-wracking here in Illinois because the queer community is more uh, more accepted compared to Oklahoma. By this, I guess I mean the queer folks here are so unique and vibrant, and I feel kind of like boring buttered toast. I fucking love buttered toast, dude. I need help. Or maybe therapy? LOL. How can I break out of this funk? Uh, P.S. Part of my disability is hearing loss, chronic pain, GI disease, and seizure disorder. Fucking hell. Oh, no. Uh, which makes my activity roster pretty small. No concerts, no hiking, can't hear in loud places, food is iffy, no booze, etc. I promise I don't walk around in a bubble suit, but health issues are a big part of me. I assume that also scares some people away as well. So, new city. You're embracing your queer identity more. You're in a poly situation, but you haven't really been dating and you've got like these health issues that kind of limit the type of dates you would got to go on. That's a lot of shit to work through. Yeah. It's, we, for, I mean, appreciate you opening up and uh, on here and uh, thinking we can help. And I'd like to think that we can. It seems like the main problem is this, this funk that they're talking about. It seems like you're doing a lot of stopping yourself from getting out there. And I don't know the health reasons, like, like we were saying with the last person, like that makes sense. Some people have limitations and like that, that's okay. And it's something you got to work around and that's frustrating, but like, don't be as best you can. Like, don't be in your head about that stuff for the reasons we were just saying, like, don't think that makes you lesser or anything like that. Um, but especially the stuff and I'm kind of coming to like, Hey, this is too self-critical. The stuff you're saying about like not feeling queer enough Fuck that. Like anybody who's going to police what they consider queer enough or whatever, those people suck. Like the entire point of that is, hey, people have all kinds of identities. It doesn't have to fit within neat boxes. Embrace wherever you're at in there. And the right people are going to be like cool with that. And especially in a bigger city with a bigger community like Chicago, I think that's even more the case, you know? So just like on both of those things, I would just try to you know, take a little bit of a step back from there and don't be like, don't be shooting yourself down before you're even putting yourself out there. You seem like you got a lot of like, you know, stuff you're working through and all that, but uh, none of this means that like you aren't allowed to date, right? Correct. Correct. So you're trying to find 
a way to authentically represent yourself to the world and specifically to people who want to date you on dating apps. And you are concerned that that person is not, the person that you are is not exciting enough or open enough to a wide enough array of experiences in order to be attractive. Hard disagree because there is somebody out there who wants to like fucking come over to the, to the poly compound. Somebody wants to be involved in that. They want to, everybody makes dinner together and then everybody collapses into the couch to watch something together. You know what I mean? Like I'm imagining, I'm imagining a whole bunch of really cool possible opportunities for you. Like I'm just, I'm thinking about what it would look like to introduce somebody to the kitchen table. And I think maybe like, I think maybe leaning on polyamory specifically as a way of filtering is going to be very good because I have found uh, the poly communities that I'm part of to be um, in part dominated by cishets who really should probably just be swingers and not actually try to call it poly. That's a lot of it. But there is also a fair amount of queer representation within that community. And uh, I've run into a lot of people with uh, disabilities as well. So I think that community, while smaller, is uh, a little bit more uh, uh, diverse in that way. So get into poly groups. Uh, Facebook is hilariously very good for that. You can find a lot of find a lot of poly groups on Facebook. Um, just any kind of social media, like uh, follow like local Twitter people. Like I know, I like happen me. to know polyamorous Twitter people in Chicago. I know them, so <laughs> just follow, just like get on Twitter and fucking just hunt around and see what you can see who you can maybe meet. So you can go to a meetup, so you can run into somebody and you get to have a conversation. Then you bring them back to the poly compound, make some fucking delicious casserole, and then uh, watch something, and then fuck. It's great. It sounds make great. Make a casserole. That's the the main part it of the advice. Make some casserole. Yeah, Always make a does. deep dish pizza. Is that what y'all make in Chicago all the time? Oh, oh, yeah, eating it all of the time. I've had it. Like I had an ex once. who, speaking of kitchen table, I went over to her house. Her meta, my metamor was there, and we all made a deep dish pizza together. And then we watched American Psycho. That's the poly dream. That's what you want to do. That's and incredible. it is out there. It is possible. You can do it. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's plenty of other folks out there who aren't into like the super like loud places that you're talking yeah, about who don't, don't f- want. I'm lightly one of those people. Like I don't know, I like concerts and stuff, but yeah, you know, like just it's getting warm. Go to the park with somebody, bring a blanket yes. and sit down. I also Good would chill. The, ask her, you said you were what, 30, 33, somewhere mm-hmm. in that? Thir- yeah, I think it was 33. 33? Oh, no, 31. Thir- 31? I got to tell you, it's uh, great news for you. It, nobody, nobody wants to go to concerts. The, every <laughs> yeah. year, it's they want to go to less and less concerts. That's going to yeah. get easier and easier for you. I, I, I've been to, I think, three concerts in the last year. I'm 35. I am an anomaly. I'm a statistical anomaly. That is the... <laughs> The far end of the bell curve on that one. There are one. guitars <laughs> in the background of the shot that I'm looking at. So there's somebody very involved with music I'm seeing. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I st- it's like, oh, my God, I got to go to a fucking concert. Am I here? Uh, I got to use a public up. restroom at a concert venue. Ugh. God, I got to. If it's a the certain type of show, there's just at some point during the show, it's going to be like, I know somebody just fucking peed here. 
you know, I'm, I'm just somewhere, somewhere. It doesn't matter. And not in the bathroom, just like on the floor. You know, we're all just yeah. standing uh, here. I smell piss. Um, animals. Cool. I'm trying to dance and it's making sticky noises. We love a good sticky Florida venue. Uh, I'm, not, not I'm dancing around giving because I feel I mean, this is the question in the, the in your life. It's like the audacity of me to dare, like, give you advice. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. It's uh, but I, I, I could say. Uh, congratulations. It does sound like you've gotten yeah. yourself out of a bad situation and that rocks. For sure. And like the fact that you can do that speaks very highly. It's like, then you, you could do that. You know, it's like to take that confidence yeah. of like the, you that like, oh, you got out of that marriage, you know, like good for you. Like there, there was a, there was a disagreement on like what was wanted. You were able to get out of there. You were able to get out of Oklahoma. Like, fuck yeah, yeah good for you. Like that. None of that. sounds cool. Yeah. For real. It's embrace like that that kind of confidence going into this stuff, you know. If you've if you've made that much progress through stuff that is objectively like pretty hard and emotionally taxing to get through, like yeah, dating can suck and navigating a disability sucks, but like I I I Branson, I appreciate you pointing that out because it is this this is something I deal with and have been trying to work on recently. When you deal with a lot of bad shit it can be difficult to give yourself credit for getting through the bad shit. Cause yeah. you're just like, that sucked. And like, I was supposed, like I, you know, I have to do that and it's over and like, whatever it sucked, but like take the moment to give yourself that credit. Cause none of that's an easy thing to do. You could have just stuck it out there and uh, you're, you're putting the work in on this stuff. So. And you did something that like, if you just think of the, the broad, now what do I know? But if you think of the broad <laughs> scope of humanity, you did something most people never do or got, got yeah. to do. You yeah. moved to a new city that yeah. like for thousands of years, like didn't really happen. You know, it's just like, right. yeah, I'm not really fitting in with this community that I, that just sucks forever for me. But you did, you know, you are like the master of your, of, of your reality yes. in your life. And like, let yes. that, that, sh let that fill you with the, the deserved confidence that you've earned there from like, you did it, you got out. You yeah. got out, you reached escape velocity and you made it to a very cool place where very cool people live. And one of like those me. people is going to want to enjoy the taste of your butthole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is the another thing here. We're like, I don't know. I've moved to a bunch of different cities and uh, like moving to LA. LA was probably the biggest city, biggest city I'd like been yeah, in. If you haven't myself. lived in self. Yeah. If you haven't lived in New York, then LA is the biggest city you've lived in if you've only lived in the United States. But I'm saying like Or Jacksonville, if we're just going by area. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was on this media two days ago looking nice. for no reason. What is the biggest city by size? <laughs> I was I was preparing to write a Vampire the Masquerade uh, campaign, and so I needed to know city populations. What oh, I'm getting yeah. at is don't psych yourself out as like, oh, no, I'm in like this big, cool city and I'm from Oklahoma. So like, what do I know? Like fucking half the people in a big place are yeah. transplants from other places. And I'll say in Chicago in particular, like, I don't know, people are pretty Midwest friendly generally yeah. here. I don't meet a lot of like arrogant people people i don't know i don't meet a lot of like you know, i'm from fucking chicago bro where the fuck are you from kind of thing like yeah yeah it just don't really run across that every major city i've ever lived in the only people they don't like and they uniformly don't like and this is fair is people from right outside that city yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. everyone else it's like <laughs> oh oklahoma how cool or like exotic right. or fun like but if you're yeah, from what's that like, like? 
uh, like Evansville or Evanston or whatever, like then they're like, ah, Theoria. fuck you. Joliet. Yeah. <laughs> People gonna get gonna get heated towards you. No, so don't don't be intimidated by that. And don't be intimidated by the bigger Urbana community. Champagne. Like there oh, might be they hate it. <laughs> That's right. Springfield. <laughs> it's Illinois City's fucking roundup here on Radio Free Topic. <laughs> Don't let this psych you out. Don't be like, uh, you know, um, I'm just, you know, I'm just a tiny bean compared to all this stuff, the city with a giant bean downtown. I'm just, I'm too small. Nobody's nice. gonna, I didn't mean to put that together, but I said, bean, and then, the, then the Chicago math happened up in my head. <laughs> I'm saying it's just like we were saying to the last person, don't, don't shoot yourself down here and uh, just fucking don't worry about being enough or whatever you're you. You're yeah, put a You're lot of work cool in polyamorous envy who listens to good podcasts. Yeah, yeah, you got a leg up on a lot You're of doing folks. great. So, so just, far, two for two. The question askers have rocked. They're yeah. kicking ass real, today. Real they're good kicking batch. ass today. <laughs> uh, so, so, so that's our advice here. And just I think as you get out and meet some people too, and, and work through some of this initial anxiety, it, it'll get easier. And I think it'll prove to you like. No, people are cool and accepting, you know, generally speaking, in a, in a queer community, it's no different in a, in a bigger city. You got this. Got this. Keep hearing sink noises. Can you hear this That's gurgling? Not, no. I don't hear anything. Wait. Oh, I hear it now. What I might have to bass that? boost that to get it on the recording, oh. but we're going to get that The listeners there. deserve to hear. Yes. I don't see like why. Okay, I had a moment. Of, I was like, "Is my apartment flooding? What the fuck is happening?" Okay, <laughs> we're good. Do we want to get? We want to get one more question in at here. At least we got a couple Hell little yeah. stubberinos. I think that we could get to here at the end pretty quick. We love it. We love it. How to get girls to at least try holding your wet egg? Usually happens at the gym. <laughs> is the, Branson? Is this a reference to some of your work, or is How this did, just? I, I don't think I know. I think this is just a this is just somebody with a, a truly fun question with a wet egg, <laughs> wet egg. Is I that the entirety sure of the swan question? Boy, that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, I was like, maybe it's a swan boy. Thing I thought I've it was a swan read. boy thing. This like bites me all the time where somebody will reference a comic back to me and I'll be like, that sounds insane. What are you talking about? And they're like, you posted <laughs> that like six hours ago. Like, oh, I don't <laughs> oh. I don't listen when I talk. Oh, oh it's a problem. It's bad up here. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that what i sound like god I, fuck <laughs> <laughs> we've had that with the show before people oh, yeah. reference something like i have no I, idea i i trust you that i said it but i've said a said a lot of things dude i dm said, a 60 plus episode running narrative D podcast where yeah. constantly things are getting called back and i'm like what the fuck is that what what there are like <laughs> yeah a number of different <laughs> moments on the show where somebody will like cast a spell that they've cast before and it's just left on mic and me saying, what is that? I did no recollection <laughs> of anything. <laughs> I just look complete. There's like a, uh, I, I would imagine like a Zen master would look at me and be like one day, like I've just no, like, <laughs> no continuity. I can't wait to be that empty. I can't yeah. wait to be that. What the fuck is the anonymous question box? I guess we that can do this good. segment. This, is, good, this yeah. is interesting. I've been getting Asking some weird ones questions. on like Tumblr. Yeah. Some real weird. I mean, I, I I wouldn't call them weird questions. I would say I'm anonymously sexually harassed on Tumblr. It's more that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That sucks. It's fine. It's fine. 
It's like those motherfuckers like coming at Pedro Pascal all, did you know you're hot? And he's yeah, like, what's yeah, he supposed I, to say? Please. Yeah, I'm an attractive person. <laughs> like, like, if you're a meme and you're daddy, do you like that? <laughs> uh, uh, there's two ways you can alone. respond you can either say no and you seem off-putting or you say yes and you've leaned into the meme too hard and we'll turn on you and then yeah oh yeah i like i like what he did it's they hit him on the red carpet like that and i if i recall correctly he just said i don't find that particularly respectful and i don't want to read those tweets oh good for him yeah, yeah. you gotta put the foot down what is just not a great bit this is not him, but what if just like a celebrity, they were like, oh, people like find you really hot. What do you think? And they were like, oh, I find that really hot. The only way I can get off is knowing that many people find me. <laughs> yeah, like, I what have if to they think just, about like, strangers thinking about me to get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read those tweets all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I came on that tweet. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa, Whoa hey. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> I think I busted on that one. I'm, I'm a good jack printed, off guy. I printed that one out. <laughs> Oh, I did a cum tribute to that tweet. Well, <laughs> those were it would, it would dry up so fast, except for like 500 people. There would be like 500 remaining people who would be like, it's go time. Oh, like, now, yeah. Now it's all on. Fantasies confirmed. What? There's one in here about chaos that I think you should read, Donovan. Okay, yeah, we have we have a couple specifically for Branson. We thought the wet egg might be also, but that's just a listener going for a goof. Uh, I would God just bless be like, you, listener. I just yeah, I, can't I bet help you a thousand dollars. That's something we joked about at some point. Please explain, and then we'll give you advice next time. Okay, hi RFTB. This question is for Branson. Hello. What lessons about love and romance can we learn from the characters of Swan Boy? Now, we talked oh. about the eels, but there's yeah, you some shouldn't other be characters. learning. There is no educational component <laughs> to Swan Boy. That's you. There's been a miscalculation at the right up top. Like that's just, you should not be learning about relationship stuff from Swan Boy. Um, I mean, God, if you're gonna get anything from it, I get maybe a model of like behavior not to engage in. <laughs> don't do I that. I don't know how true, true that is. Swan Boy's not a bad guy. I mean, he is, but he's you know I, I like him. He's based on me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm certainly not putting any morals or lessons in there. I don't know if you've gotten anything and it's helped you. God bless. But that was against my will. <laughs> I am not here to help. That was your side of the interaction between the, the reader and the art. You, it was it was in you. The lessons about love and romance were in you all along. All along. Uh, dear, yeah. dear or maybe not. I mean, I don't know. It's fair. It's fair. You know, like death of the author. I also believe in death of the audience. Like you. You know, Ooh. like you shouldn't, the work Flip stands on its own. I have nothing to do with it. You have nothing to, no one should write or read Swan Boy is how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is somebody else in here trying to take some lessons uh, from Swan Boy. And I, I, I you know, we got to put this, we got to put this to bed too. Question for Branson. Let's, let's uh, I am a highly chaotic person, but I'm interested in reaching Swan Boy levels of chaotic. Sure, what kind of measures luck. should I take to ensure I can be as chaotic as possible with minimal medical intervention? Oh, I mean, it's over. I mean, he's a cart. I was like, look, he's a cartoon character. I can like <laughs> drop anvils and stuff on him and he's fine. And uh, most people traditionally you drop an anvil on them and it, they Not don't great. turn into like a fun accordion. No, that's, like, you know, you go to prison. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, the fact that you want it lets me know that like you're, you I trust yourself. You know, it's like the same thing I would say to the earlier. Yeah. It's like the I bet your friends get nervous when you come around already. If you're asking questions <laughs> like that, like, 
shoes, you know, the comic strip wasn't magic at all. Like you were already like people don't like probably when you drive. Like, you know, I bet that's already a problem. <laughs> We've all Fine. got that friend who's scary to ride in a car with. And so maybe you've got that element done. All right, just start taking like a ton of Benadryl all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, a kid that'll died that'll from that chaos. actually recently, so that's hard to say. Okay, well, go, take well, a lot of Benadryl, but not that much. Yeah. But not as much Benadryl as the kid <laughs> Put a guardrail down. Look, obviously, don't take a deadly amount of Benadryl. But <laughs> close. Yeah. Start to come up against the against the limit. Uh, eat a whole thing of nutmeg. That'll do something similar. Do Put a, uh, do the whole spoonful of cinnamon in your mouth and see if you can swallow it. You guys know that's that? pretty chaotic. I saw a tweet when somebody said, "Doing my taxes off of five Benadryl, I'ma claim the Hat Man as a dependent." Oh, that's good. That's good I like tweet. that. Very strong tweet. Wait, do we know this the cinnamon spoon thing? Is this? Was the cinnamon game? challenge? Was just my high school? Yeah. yeah you just no, yeah, put yeah, a yeah. bunch of cinnamon in a spoon and you try to swallow it. And apparently the human body won't do it. Can't like do doesn't it. work. Yeah. Yeah. Do people it. like don't inhale produce it enough moisture to like, yeah. Have a bad time with it. Oh, yeah. I saw well, my friend something... do it. We, you know, we all tried. It was like, ah, it's not working. Yeah. My friend like really went for it. And I, I had like half a second where I was like, he's going to do it. Like he, I know it's impossible, but <laughs> oh, he's going to lick his elbow. You know, he's going to fold the piece of paper 300 times. Like. It's going to work. And he just like, it all went down. And for a second he had it. And then just like an enormous amount of barbecue. <laughs> like the, like the fucking, uh, st- uh, uh, the sandstorm in the mummy movie came out. Of yes. I was thinking like the shining elevator. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're saying put, just eat lots of powders and, uh, and allergy medicine. That's pretty chaotic. Yeah. Foisting the, bring back the cinnamon challenge in 2023 as like a, like a 30 year old or however old you are. That's pretty chaotic. It's, oh, yeah. you know, if you really want it, it's okay. Here's my advice is grow up with jackass and never hit mm. that point that all people hit. And this is sort of like where you become an adult, I think, is where you realize that you will die one day. <laughs> and if you just if that if you can if you can thread that needle, you got it, buddy. You're fucking chaotic city. King of chaos. Uh, Amazing. You could also have a long neck that does kind of a loop. Get long, get neck lengthening surgery. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, like the rings that they do. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then make your neck go woo, woo, pretty chaotic. That. Pretty That'll chaotic. be a fun. I think you, I bet you could live for like six minutes. hours like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> minutes. Probably. But that six hours would be pretty cool. You could yeah. probably land the cinnamon challenge too. You got all this neck that you can put it into. It's not coming back up. If At you have the swan boy loop, it's, it's we're no stay longer legally responsible, right? For ah. any, yeah, this yeah. is all parody. This is this all, all if Swan Boy is in the question, then it's all the answer is all parody. There's That's parody. Swan Boy's law that we like to cite on this program. I mean, right. well, we, had a, we, we had a fun mix of uh, very serious and sincere questions, and then two questions about how to be a worse, more chaotic person, and we <laughs> love that mix. Well, and also, we had one about what was it? It was how do I get girls to hold my wet egg? Oh, yeah, and the wet yes. egg, too. Yeah. That was kind of that's yeah. kind of a wild one, too. I mean, if you, yeah, I don't know, ask her of that question. It sounds like you've maybe been able to make that happen like once, and like you actually, we have a question for you, which is like, what's going on there? Now you have to follow up. We need to, if this is from something, we got to know. Uh, somebody, somebody in the Discord, 
we're coming up on the end here, but I got, I got to, I got to tell this somebody in the discord, we had Vic Berger on last week. And one of the questions was somebody asking about, um, their wife yelling X games all the time with an exclamation point. And I said, is that a reference to something? And somebody in the discord said that in her head, she was like, that's a reference to the X games. And I want to clarify that that is not what I meant. I know what the X games are. This is like, okay. So in middle school, my friends and I had this thing we would do, like late middle school, early high school, where we would say, as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a stupid piece of shit. And we would just like say that. And I was, I, I was sure we were referencing something. Now, I am obviously familiar with Goodfellas. I was like, it's not that. I don't think we're referencing... I am. I yeah. thought we were referencing like a parody of Goodfellas. I thought it came from somewhere. And I phrasing it like that asked Twitter one time. I was like, "Is this from something?" And I got four million replies, being like, "Oh, it's from Goodfellas, but actually, <laughs> it's <laughs> a gangster." <laughs> fucking, you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I used to run into that all the time where we'd, we'd have a running gag and we'd say it all the time. And then somebody would look at me and they'd be like, where's that from? And I'd be like, dog, I just said that one day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's from Which the, always felt the good because it's like, wow, it's like professionally. Yeah, I got gravitas. Professional bit creator. That's a fun, it's just like lie about it too. It's just being like, oh, oh it's yeah, from The Good me. Wife. <laughs> they say, they oh, say that on The Good Wife. <laughs> You got to pick something that like nobody you're talking to has ever seen. Right. You know, it's like, oh, it's from Burn Notice. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! That was so good. And we made it to Burn Notice. We got to keep the applause going because we got to, Branson, thank you for joining Branson! us. Oh my God, thank you for having me. And thank you for rescheduling. Just listeners deserve to know. You were both very gracious. Uh, no, I was saying no you rescheduled for me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, th thank you for thank you for uh, making it happen this week. It's been it's been great chatting with you. Oh my God, what do you uh, what do you got to plug? Where can people find your stuff? I uh, so for those who just uh, joined the podcast in the middle, I run this. Uh, I run a D D <laughs> podcast called Retails of Magic. <laughs> we also same cast. We have a Star Trek parody show uh, DM'd by my my good friend Joe, the brilliant Joe Lapore. Um, he's he's a master. It's very funny, very good. Uh, check out Swanboy. Go Swanboy.com. Read my comics. Uh, brand Son of God on Instagram, and, and buy my book. Buy my book. Hell is full. Buy my book. book. Buy my book. Buy that yeah. book. Buy that book. <laughs> buy Bang that book. <laughs> Donovan, tell Hell them what yeah. else they should buy. You should also, okay, you heard we had a little run in with Eel Dono earlier. Ah, what a card. Great advice as far as supporting <laughs> the program and getting bonus episodes go. $5 a month, patreon.com slash RFTB. But get a load of this for $10 a month. You can get all that and your name shouted out in lights at the end of each main episode. Who are we shouting out first this week? We begin, as we do, with Brock. We follow Brock up with Anthony Limberg. Up next is our beloved Day One Barb. And then it's my beloved Day One, my own dad. We've got our very good friend, Daddy Dylan. And that's all of the ones I can remember. And I still haven't. Oh, wait, just <laughs> nice. in time. We're shouting out Gigi. Hell yeah. Nice work. We're going to shout out Hoobstank. We're shouting oh, out Mall Criada. 
Uh, new $10 a month patron. We are going to shout out. Uh, I, the name given here is MC Proletariat. But you know who you, <laughs> but you know who you are, man. Thank you so much for, for joining us at the $10 a month level. We salute you. We're shouting out Mickey Flykick. We're going to shout out Riley. Oh, fuck. This means it's back on yep. me. It's From episode one, 105, the Yellow Rose of Toteland. It's Rich Homie Click Clack. It's our friend Ryan. <laughs> We've got uh, Spreadable Fruit. We're shouting out Super Deformed. We're shouting out Tweet Tweet, Tufted Titmouse. Tweet Tweet. <laughs> And finally, I would we're listen to a podcast Ren. of just this, of just like we're shouting out <laughs> different funny we had names. The, we had the John Hoopstank. It's extremely good. That's a friend of ours. We yeah. uh, we had John and Stefan on from Blocked Party, and every oh, time yeah. we said one, John would yell the name again and do some little Criada! bit. Of- <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is it is a it's a lovely time, and you are all lovely people. Thank you so much for supporting the show. You are the wind beneath our wings. We say it every week now. Did you did you do the final shout out? I don't think you did. I said Ren. Did you say Maybe, Ren? Yeah. I think so. Maybe you said I, it I, under your breath while I was yelling about it. I think something else happened at the same time. Well, just to be clear, You're we were also shouting out Ren. <laughs> we gotta say it loud and proud. You yeah, two are the Ren. wind beneath our wings. Uh, music. I- uh, I did the intro theme. It is Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB. You can find it and more songs like it at soundcloud.com slash RFTB pod. Outro song, Rat Curse, The Bellowing Pines. Find it on streaming. Find it on streaming. Extremely good chaotic energy this week. I had a really good time recording this one. It's uh, been very th- fun. Thanks again fun. to Branson. Thanks again to the listener. And I'm going to get right up on this microphone as I have a tendency to do. And I'm going to say I love you. Thanks, bye. I had a little extra on that one. That was nice. <laughs>